0: welcome back to normies like us the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square another milestone episode means another whatcha as your hosts break down what they've been getting down with on normies like us i told you that i had done evil and you did not care you must admit the confusion he's fucked in the head The world's fucked in the head. And you're fucked in the head because my fucked up head is inside. You heard it up top. Another 10 means another hangout. Things are about to get chillaxed as we break down, like we said, what we are getting down with, what we're watching, what we're enjoying, what we're playing. And of course, what we're celebrating, because it's a happy What's Giving, y'all. That's right. It's our Thanksgiving episode, two here on Normies Like Us with your host, uh, Colin Berry
1: Sauce. Uh, oh, geez. We said a present. I'll be Mike's, Mike's potatoes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Turkey Jacob, gobble, gobble. Happy
1: got, What's Giving. Uh,
0: happy And a happy What's Giving to us all. <laughs> a
1: happy What's Giving. It's giving thanks, after all. It's um, right. giving thanks. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, we, we did the Whatcha uh, around Halloween, spooky season. Let me just go you know, spooky theme. But uh, every 10, we say we do this, and we are. But this is, again, it's a holiday week. Hope uh, you're yeah. listening to this well, and we're just going to kick back. Mike, that was
0: Spooktober, baby, where we break down what we were getting spooky with. Right now, we're stuffed, and we're literally stuffed with content. There's a billion things dropping right now because they know we're home. We're in our PJs. We're watching football. We're eating food, and we're streaming. We're gaming. We're playing. We're reading. We're doing it all. Whatcha, whatcha?
1: That's right. It's getting dark earlier. You know, more time to just enjoy media. That's Whenever it gets to be this time of year, I tend to spend more time watching movies or, you know, Video games. I don't know if that's how it is for you guys, but whenever the sun goes down that early, it's like, yep, time to kick back, you know? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple of things we're going to cover. There's some stuff we did miss during Spooky Season. Now that we're no longer being spooked, no, 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 nothing spooky here. At least on my side. I can't speak for everybody else, but uh, you know, a couple of big streaming shows uh, that we haven't gotten to talk about the finales. You know, I'll just bury the lead. We have Rings of Power and uh, Hot D. We're going to touch on and maybe a little cyber corner based on what's on the dock. Um, and just some other general, uh, this and that's odds and ends, some streaming stuff, a little uh, She-Hulk perhaps. And, you know, I bet she could get down on some turkey. So let's uh, <laughs> just, I say, dive right into this. Uh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner size episode. Uh, wow. Gobble, this gobble. This Duckin, as it were. gobble. Gobble.
0: We're back. We hope you are relaxing as well, enjoying some time off. Or if you're some of our international listeners, maybe uh, maybe it's just another work week for you. And we hope you're listening along, too. But maybe enjoying some content. And like we said, we're going to be talking about what we're watching. Whatcha, but we kind of got to wrap up some stuff, right? We've done some past episodes that have covered some things that we did before those things were maybe done. Mm-hmm. What did right. we think? You know, what did we like?
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we did like a first impressions on these, you know, and some people, you know, they're going um, shopping this holiday season. They get the Christmas shopping done out of the way, at which point you have to wrap those things up. So we finished these earlier <laughs> and we are now wrapping them up. We did a first impressions. Now so and we're like, all right, How did they turn out? But, Jacob, let's set up the there two, the yin and yang of this, the hot D versus the rings of power. Uh, yeah, mm, my precious. Yeah, the big fantasy millionaires. Battle, battle
2: yeah <laughs> uh yeah well we talked about hot d like right after the first episode right basically so we mm-hmm. haven't talked about it since you know the season wrapped up and uh same with rings of power uh which i still have not even finished so uh it might be interesting to talk about that one but uh I I went on Amazon today and I was like, hmm, should I try to catch up on this show? I looked, I had only seen three episodes of the series so far. So I stopped after the third
1: episode and uh, I still need to get back into it. Got it. Wow. I think that's an eight episode series. Uh, Hot D was 10. Is that right? I think so.
2: Yeah. It's been so long. So I really fell off on that. But, uh, you know, from what I heard, I'm not missing that much. But
1: uh, (laughs) yeah, let's ask this then. So so, we all finished Hot D. Right. Correct. Yes. Colin? But then rings for of sure. power. How far did you get through rings of
0: power? Same as Jacob. We did the three for the episode, hit the bail button.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, um I think I wasn't too charitable on it in the initial thoughts episode. So it shouldn't be a surprise, but we, we would hate watch it every week. Uh, We would get in Discord and we would watch it together and we would hate it forever. But, you know, we'll get into the details. Uh, I don't have to do super spoilers, but general tonal things about and because you guys still have to watch it. There's a lot of time. There is a good chance I may never,
0: Mike. Uh, (laughs) We know more is coming that it doesn't seem like they've they've hit the bail button yet. They want to continue making
2: this. They can't really because of how much they've already invested.
0: Right. Some can cost a huge loss to. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, and who knows what the actual viewer shit numbers are because I don't think they released those publicly, but uh we probably know, not a huge hit yeah.
0: We know the Twitter trends for Hot d were in the millions, whereas the rings of power were in the thousands so so, Mike, as somebody mm-hmm. who did those eight, I mean, are you even happy that you did it like like give me those thoughts, baby
1: look, so you know. This is a time of year to be thankful, right? So I'm thankful <laughs> that there's at least no more episodes of this for another year or so. I'm, I'm very thankful that it's done with, at least for now. Um, yeah. I do not think I'll be returning to Amazon's Middle Earth. And it's not because wow. of what idiots say about, oh, it's too woke. like, I'm fine with all the casting decisions and characterization. That's whatever. It's just fucking slow and boring. It's just very boring. In eight episodes, less plot development happens than happens in just Fellowship of the Ring. It's just, it's the typical thing where we have to stretch the plot to get eight episodes out of a thing, right? So it's very padded. It's very slow in plotting. Um that's pretty much why I don't like it. It's the opposite of efficiency, which is what like the original movies were. Like they're so efficient and like even the extended editions, they do a lot more in four hours than this did in eight and some change. So that's how I Yeah, feel well it. who
2: knew that uh hiring two guys that don't really have hadn't really had any credits prior to this to run this show. Didn't work out that
0: well, I guess. Two guys running a fantasy show who didn't have a lot of big <laughs> credits before him. Yeah, or
2: there's no credits. precedent
0: for that, Jake. I guess it can
2: oh. work until the last season. but uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true, when you got a Star yeah. Wars. But maybe they got a Star Wars project coming up well, after this.
0: <laughs> let, me, let, let me
1: see this, Mike. My yeah. brother and father finished it.
0: They were like us to start. This thing's rocky. We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say singing the praises. They at least seem satisfied with how things end. I will say my father through the last couple episodes, straight up just fast forwarding through the Harfoot stuff. Just oh no
2: patience. Uh, I was ready to do that three episodes in already.
1: Yeah, yeah. If we look at our yeah. Key plots: We have Durn and Elrond, we have the Harfoots, and then you know Galadriel and um, Harbrand, and there's like a little bit of overlap with them and Elf Guy and his girlfriend. Um, so I just kind of roll those two into one. But yeah, the Harfoot yeah. stuff really doesn't improve throughout the entirety of the series. Um, the Galadriel stuff is fine. It's just it doesn't make sense that she's five thousand years old. And nobody knows or respects her. And she acts like really (laughs) impatient and like childish, right? Like she would Mm. already have been wise to the way the world is. You're, you're one of the, she's like the second oldest being in middle earth or something. So the way they write her is like a 20 year old who's developing into a more mature version of herself. You had 5,000 years to do that. So I just think it's poor writing. Um, And to contrast it from hot D, I think this is a show where you needed to use time jumps to show yeah. how long-lived Elrond and Galadriel are, and they're seeing entire generations of men pass by like it's nothing to them. So, doing time jumps to show that perspective would have been great. Meanwhile, they mm. don't use them at all, and they just drag their feet. So that's kind of my thesis. I don't need to get into spoilers or nitpick it. It's just it's a little slow and boring for me. It, and yeah,
0: visuals wise, I mean that's kind of the only thing we praised in our original episodes.
1: Did kind of hold up? It, it looks good, but it still looks like The Hobbit as opposed to Lord of the Rings, which I think is a downgrade. It's too much computer still. Like, it looks good, and everything's got Sunset Filter on 11, but it's still, I don't know, a little hobbity. Do you me. guys remember when we watched the Hobbit movies? I love them now compared to wow, Mike.
0: It's we'll, a we'll do it again, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I always do watch these during Thanksgiving, like the original trilogy during this time of year. So I will be doing an OT rewatch. Uh, and maybe maybe I'll throw the Hobbit on after if I'm trying to Rewatch the season to, to, of new of context, and then I'll put the Rings of Power. Yeah. And I'm coming
0: up on Harry Potter season, so to throw back to our past episode, yeah, sure. we did do yeah, a whole watch through. Time. Yep, it's
1: we about that time,
0: Jacob. Fucking Harry Potter season,
1: way. Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord um, of the Rings. We did all of those through this time, but, but yeah, that's <laughs> where, we're where we're at there. Hot, D, maybe it, it let's
0: oh, hot D it because it, it truly just does not sound like a year. show that. <laughs> Happy we all, all watched
2: and we all finished and we all liked okay. maybe a show. And, that- and,
1: Go ahead, Colin.
0: Well, I, I was going to say, and what a shocker, Jacob, because, you know, I think but just watching that first episode, I was very skeptical. We all kind of had our people we were pinning to who maybe we've changed on that, too. Uh, yeah. And Mike throwing out the time jump stuff, it's like. Us watching that first episode, there's no time jump stuff. Now the whole concept of the show has just exploded open in this huge way. So different.
1: And I just wanted to say before we jump in, it's like it's it's a tale of like two different starts. You know, we have the Rings of Power, which obviously is based on like one of the most beloved franchises in fantasy, right? Which Game of Thrones was at one point, but then that last season really... Uh, upset a lot of fans and a lot of people were kind of off the, the Game of Thrones brand yeah. for a while. So it's like, can this thing right the ship? And then meanwhile, a lot of pe- can Lord of the Rings even come out of the gates correctly? And that's where we go.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people thought, you know, can this show hit like, you know, Game of Thrones did in its prime? They were kind of doubting it. I was on the train of like, I'm going to probably enjoy it regardless of how big of a hit it is. So like I was already sold on it from like the first like trailers or whatever. Um, And then it kind of paid off because uh, it did, you know, it, it did work. And I think the whole time jumps, you know, it's talking about this, what we now know is like a civil war of, you know, the Targaryens, basically the dance of the dragons. This season is sort of the prequel to the main event where it's leading up to it. So you see, history of these characters going back years and that's why i think the time jump worked where you can see the relationships evolve over this period of time and i think that really worked in this season
1: yeah and you're a bit of a a lorester you know books reader and also you're someone who you've said you could go back and watch the early seasons even with how bad the later ones are i i don't know oh yeah maybe i could you know, but I have no desire to. Like, I'm sure I would have fun with seasons one through four-ish, but I never right. had that desire. So, and then Colin, I don't know how you feel. Well, I used to watch, age. whenever the new seasons came out, when
2: Game of Thrones was on, I would watch the whole series from the beginning before no. every new season, just to... No. So I rewatched that show many times. Just Why? Because those first seasons are so good. Like, they I got to watch them, you
0: know? It's extremely YouTubeable. I don't know if I've told you guys mm. that. Sometimes when I'm playing video games, I'll just throw on, like best of game of Thrones scenes and you'll get oh, sure. three minute segments of just the whole universe where I'm like, this show is just fucking a hitting right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's got and some th- great scenes. And again, it's, it's, it's doing time jumps, which I think rings of power should have. And they're both kind of precursors to these big events. Like they're both kind of uh, prologues, let's say, but yeah. the way they do the storytelling and everything feels so, efficient even with the time jumps it's like but they're getting a lot of information across quickly which rings totally. does not they get zero information across slowly
2: and the fact that hbo trusted the writers and the showrunners of hot d to kind of take it slow in the first season and set up all this it's really going to pay off next season when the main event starts to happen basically because we've had such the, such a buildup with these characters and gotten to know them it's, it was a sort of a slow burn, but at the same time, super interesting to watch. So I think, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, happy that HBO kind of, you know, let them have creative control like that.
0: Yeah. And so, Rich, you know, I, I like I, I was telling you, Jacob, I, this must be how people who watch The Sopranos feel. Like when I watch it, I'm like the drama, the
1: intrigue, the little yeah. you know,
0: politics that are going around. I get so fed up and interested in all of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's. um it's, it's incredible. The characters, I feel like I have a great understanding of like their motivations and who they are because we spent this early time with them. And even the look like this looks better than rings of power to me. Like it feels more grounded, more real, more tangible, you know? I think it's got a great look. Totally. And they
2: use, you know, the stagecraft, uh, in certain scenes with the dragons and stuff, but I think it's some of the best stagecraft stuff that we've seen. Uh, and they use it to really good effect. Um, and I also mm-hmm. just think, you know, the characters, like the characters being so strong and having been built up um, compared to Rings of Power, like you can have like the best action, the best effects or whatever in the world. But if you don't care about the characters, then you're not going to care about the story. Right. So Hot D they understand like characters come first and then make and then have them in interesting scenes. And then, you know, it's super watchable.
1: Yep. And they didn't really do it's the opposite. We have a billion dollar costume department and CG department, but the characters kind of suffered because they had amateur writers. So at least here, I'm, and I'm sorry if I keep comparing the two, but that's, it's a makes sense a tale of two franchises, right? We have low fantasy, high fantasy, and there we go. Yeah. Speaking of comparative now, Jacob, when we did that first episode, you were
0: very concerned about how is this Millie Alcock's um, handoff going to go to Emma Darcy? Not saying, you know, which do you think is better, but now having seen the whole season, what uh, how are we feeling about these performances? Emma Darcy did okay? Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah. I mean, again, it's like a really bold choice to have the two, basically the main characters of the show, right? Which is Rhaenyra and Alicent, two opposing women. We see where they start from, how they grow, but to have the whole first half of the season have them played by these younger actresses and then switch them off for the main actresses that are going to be featured in the later seasons. That's just also another huge risk of like, okay, the first five episodes of your show, you got to have these actresses. Hopefully they do Hinge. well. And mm-hmm. then, but, and they did so well that people are like, no, we don't want them to change now. Uh-oh. But then, you know, the new actresses came in and I think they, they did well too. So I think yeah. it all worked out.
1: No, you, you get a, a good depth of understanding the the characters and their relationship from childhood, and I think both sets of actors, the young version and older version, are great. They they like pair perfectly together, like a like a Negroni and a little Prosecco, you know. Ah, oh, right. splendid. Right. splendid! Yeah, Negroni oh. Spagliato. Spagliato, yeah, that's right. Is that what she says, she says? she says a Negroni Spagliato <laughs> with a little Prosecco, and then oh, oh, ah, yeah. splendid! Ooh, yeah. stunning! Yeah, stunning! Yeah. 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 stunning.
0: Um, that's what she says. Ah, oh, stunning!
2: <laughs> stunning! Like people loved, yeah, yeah. People love yes. Millie Alcock so much, but again, like you know, some people are just like, "We'll just keep her as the actress." It wouldn't have worked once you get to the later when she has teenage sons. You know, that wouldn't yeah. work to believe that she, right. even if they did age her up with no. like makeup or something. You know,
0: and yeah. it, just an obviously fascinating person that Emma Darcy is. Um My father really had a lot of trouble with the birthing scenes with this show, but I really enjoy what Emma Darcy has gone on to kind of say to say, but like, that's the point. It's like, I know, I know, but of course you get, but Emma says that her mother in that first episode of the woman's battlefield is childbirth. They tell you the entire story right there. The fact that the entire show is a battle of lineage and inheritance and all that stuff childbirth is violent it is cruel in this world to bring mm-hmm. someone in just to have an heir
2: yeah and it shows yeah. the realities of yes. medicine and childbirth in a time like that like medieval times uh and of course you know the men would have to go off and fight in wars and that kind of thing and then the women would their duty to the family is to provide heirs to even if you're carry the on the family name mm-hmm. and i really like what they do with 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 families and stuff where they have uh corliss right the uh uh corliss and he's he's all about it's not it doesn't matter if they're actually your child or not but it's it's the name that matters so even though he knows these kids aren't really like re- blood related to him he's still they're still carrying on the name and that's what's important to him
1: yeah yeah it's a, just, as long as we can track the uh the old family tree down right it's okay that's part yeah you see but then there's another group you know, what is yeah what is the right uh order of succession and then that's where we get the civil wars. you know the disagreement between that but right um but yeah, yeah the childbirth incredible. scenes
2: super graphic super hard to watch but they're you know sort of brutally realistic to be like you know witness this because this is what
1: it used to be like Right. You can handle, you know, mad decapitations and stuff, but like a childbirth scene, it's like, it's just in that yeah. world. Like you said, Jacob, it, the stakes of life and death are pretty fucking high. So, effective way, yeah, even the right. infants have. We had rate. six.
0: Two of them didn't make it. You're like, yeah, had six. <laughs> That's
2: why I have to have as many as possible, because so many yeah. wouldn't make it out of child, yeah. you know, out of out mm-hmm. of. Adolescence, yeah, they kick it's off kind of, of the geezer. whole
0: show. You can have adult sons and they can fucking not even be alive by the end of it. You're like, ah, right. what do I do? Oh, I got to give it, it yeah. to this guy who's turning into a gargoyle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right, right. And then Viserys, yeah. he's such an interesting character speaking of the gargoyle man. Yeah. I mean, Oh, he was a great character. Are we so going best actor passive. here
0: guys for Patty oh, Constantine? I think he,
2: yeah. he killed it. And, you know, people were kind of iffy on him at the beginning, but the series is such an interesting character because he's not like a super noble, like a Ned Stark guy, but he's also not evil. He's just like a, a genu- genuinely good guy who's like trying his best, but maybe not the best. You know, person to be king, but he is king due to these unlikely scenarios. So now he's just doing the best he can. And
0: the Mm -hmm. issue is is that he's obsessed with Legos. Now, quick shout out. (laughs) Jacob and I went to a Halloween party together where a couple, Tracy and Allison, shout out, were dressed as Mike. Old Viserys with the half mask and the crown. And then Mm -hmm. Allison, his partner. Would lean backwards, and she had the game model table on her chest, and he would be like, "Oh, I'm, you know, like I'm oh playing with my, my things." It was incredible.
1: Yeah, that's that that was amazing to actually...
0: <laughs> And I mean, again, is this show taking over pop culture? I kept texting you guys. I thought old one eye was going to be the number one costume this year. We didn't see any, but I saw uh, yeah. a ton a online.
1: Yeah, yeah well, like aiming. You're patch, talking about right? Blonde wig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aemon Targaryen Gets his um, eye cut out when he's a child. Cause he's being a punk bully. That's you know? right.
2: Give me that yeah. dragon. Um, mm-hmm. but I think in terms of being in the, the zeitgeist, right. People were talking about this show the same way game of Thrones in its peak, where like, it was very zeitgeisty compared to rings of power. I don't really know anyone that was talking about that other than to say how not good it was, which is not generally what you want people to be saying about your show. So it's like the, again to just compare them which is hard not to compare because they're both on at the same time they're both major fantasy franchises friday and sunday back to back (laughs) probably not a good idea (laughs) no and uh amazon they put invested a lot of money into that show just for this to happen it's kind of funny but
1: yeah so i don't know how season two is going to turn out for rings of power but i am very excited for season two of house of the dragon i I do really love that show if there wasn't an anime uh, that would probably be my favorite show. And depending on the day of the week, I might even, the more I think about it, be like, yeah, you know, it's pretty good. So, who knows? I like hearing that, Mike. Let's say favorite characters then, because on our
0: first episode, you declared a very interesting <sighs> favorite character. Let me, I'd like to hear you on update. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me <laughs>
1: update this, okay? so So, in yeah. the beginning... We're trying to we're looking at the field of bachelors, right? You know, like it's the bachelor. <laughs> and when I'm Ooh, picking in your honor. Yeah, and I wasn't necessarily <laughs> You're picking your little handkerchief out, Mike. Yeah, I'm picking mine, right, right. Uh, but I wasn't necessarily picking based on who is maybe going to long term be the most best character. Just You just don't know. Who's gonna not die, maybe? And I was yeah. like, that guy, Christian Cole, why not? And I put my, you know, I put my handkerchief out there and it turns out he's kind of he an asshole. favor. But he's still alive. But well, I, that's I gotta, the thing with this show. I got to, you know, distance from his act. Yeah. I do not agree it's with the action of Christian Cole. Yeah. The thing
2: with the show is, there's really no good characters. We can say they're a hundred percent good. Maybe Viserys mm-hmm. is the only one in game of Thrones. You had the Starks. They were generally, generally Brianna. I'm doing my trying favorite to do the character. Right thing. Brianna Tarr. Oh yeah. Had, Down the
0: middle. You like, know, Tyrion
2: go. was a good guy, but in this show, it's <laughs> like, they're all kind of assholes in their own way. It's just like, which asshole do you like the most for me? Uh, you know, Damon, great character too. And he's a super divisive character. Cause he's not yep. a good guy. He's done some mm-hmm. bad stuff. We all know that.
1: And you then know. in our
0: first episode, we were all, I mean, I, I was just like this guy, Jacob, how dare you even imply that this guy is good. Matt Smith is out of his <laughs> element here. Yeah. He, he looks wrong. You know, That's he's, he's not acting like the rest of them. Then you get into this season and you're like, oh, to steal a term. He understands the assignment. He's maybe the only one who's like, no, 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 no. I'll walk around with my sword like I'm in a fantasy world. Yeah.
2: You see like, how ripped oh, wow. he is when he fights the
0: the Lobster yes. King or whatever. <laughs> the Crab Feeder. Uh, yeah,
2: the, the Red Lobster. Feeder. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the Red
1: Lobster King. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now,
2: when Mike. I saw that, I was like, this guy, he's like the Witcher. You know,
0: he
1: could. they should cast him as oh, the my Witcher. God. Right? Yeah. They have to redo that.
0: Yeah. Mike updated. Is he replacing Christian Cole? Are you a Damon guy?
1: No, he still killed one of his wives and probably would have killed the second one if she didn't walk in front of a dragon. So I. And That's the thing. it's not a good incest-y. guy. There's,
2: and there's no. Yeah, but, but are, a, you, well, I have an is, are you? yeah. rooting?
1: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, who is your guy? I, I like uh, Eamon now. I like Eye Patch Guy. He's like, okay. I want to rule. So, I know how this works. You know, like he, he kind of gets it. But let me drop
0: these colloquialisms down. And Jacob, you almost seem above this, and I'm not even sure if it's knowledge based or whatever. But the the green versus black war. That's I'm what like, I was. I feel ask like, you, guys. but I feel mm, like you you're not green? even going to have an opinion on it. Mike, are you team green or black? Or team black? Yeah. Oh I, man, that would be
2: Rhaenyra and her family are the blacks, basically. And Blackstone, Allison right? are the, As the. If you high like
1: yeah, it seems I, like I, you're I, a green boy. I like Eamon, but they picked Aegon and he's a fuck. So well, I he's the I'm, eldest child, right? So it's right. So I'm team but, Rhaenyra. I'm team Rhaenyra, team black, uh, the greens. Sorry, I am as well. I got to yeah. root for the blacks. And, you know, Eamon,
2: he's a fascinating character because he basically is kind of idolizing Damon, right? He sees mm-hmm. his uncle Damon. They as just like, cut
1: one letter off his name. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's trying to be like him basically, but he's on the other side of things. So he's mm-hmm. holding it down over there but you know in general I like Renier's side a little better because uh Allison she's kind of
0: an interesting Same.
1: character too <laughs> yeah and her dad I don't like Same. her dad
0: yeah. Well, team-wise, we have um, Drunky McRapes-A-Lot, the the mm-hmm. young man who's in charge that we just talked about. Aegon, the second of his name, the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. King, King of the Andals. That's right, Mike. Jesus. His sister-wife, Jacob, are we correct about that? He has married- His sister-wife,
2: um, yes. The little autistic girl. Who mm-hmm. straight
0: up has like- yeah the
2: Prophecies. Like, She's, but she's spouting prophecies and medieval of the the you know,
0: autism, which is fascinating to see. And then I yeah. patch son who Mike is the dopest character alive anime villain. We have talked about it. Yes, but again, yes. not the nicest guy on the planet.
2: But again, the way they set up no. his character where he's like when he's a kid, he has kind of the the balls to like bond with this the, with uh, Vegar the oldest and biggest dragon left in the world. Uh, and basically steal vegar out from the blacks and take him for himself and then we see him grow up into this, like, badass, like, fighter. Of course, he's going to be, like, a fan favorite character.
0: But right? he was the bullied kid, too, Jacob. Yeah. He, you're not going to have a dragon. You're the pig rider. <laughs> and you just think if these little, dark-haired, curly Italian boys <laughs> who, who are yes. part of my lineage, certainly not, <laughs> you know, uh, blonde gods that walk the earth. Yeah, right? yeah. If they just hadn't bullied their their silly little tall sibling or cousin or whatever we'd be fine
1: yeah cut his eyeball and shit you know it's like yeah well he kind of deserved that one but well Well, yes don't but they were they were
0: i take your mom's maserati i claim it it's it would be like yeah like mike what if i tried to take your mom's car yeah (laughs) where's your lebaron freddie she's dead she crashed that well the best the best (laughs)
2: description i've seen of the show is like this is basically like if the British royal family all had like fighter jets, individual fighter jets that they had, and like <laughs> that was Formers. like the main source of power in the world. That you know that's why they were. There's kings only like seventeen yeah, but, of them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but
0: we all had Model T's still, but they truly were like <laughs> F nineteen war. Ox. Yeah,
2: and yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god! So it's all about who has more dragons, and we see yeah. Damon in the end, you know, trying to tame. The, so there's some trying wild to fly dragons. Fly three dragons.
0: at at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So I'm very excited for next season. The sad thing is that it's, I don't think, coming out until like 2024 uh, with the way they're doing the shooting schedule and everything. So kind of a long wait for season two. Right. I'm
1: going to check that and I'm going to check Rings of Power as well before we get out here. It says no release date sometime likely in 2024.
2: Yeah, because they haven't even started shooting it yet. So they're going to be shooting in 2023, release in 2024. Um, But I'm very excited. There's going to be more action. There's going to be more, you know big stuff happening in season two and we see even in the finale spoiler alert we get some some shocking death
0: scenes
1: right that's right and um it looks like rings of power started potentially filming in october so who knows if they're fast tracking that or not but you'd think they would do the studio olympus's fall and white house down and just go head to head you know ants and a bird's life like they'll just
2: Look, Amazon yeah, has about. the peripheral now, so they don't need Rings of Power. They've got the p- new best show, The Peripheral, which we're all
1: watching, of course. Yeah, according to, well, you know, for uh, a while on football, all I could hear about, especially Thursday nights, was how Rings of Power, Amazon Prime's number one show.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> so how i other I'm shows senior, you have? The, of course, coming up next, we've got the Rings of Power where <laughs> Durin and Elrond are going to try to make the one ring coming up next, of That's course. That's right. You know what? Yeah, like, that what? is, it
1: was worth the purchase. Just hearing those guys yeah like,
0: absolutely
1: oh, Glad we're well, have funny show. That, uh, i love her
2: <laughs> and it's funny because of course amazon bought the thursday night football right. game so they're doing the presentation of thursday night football but the way the schedule's gone if you follow football at all they've gotten some of the worst games this year on thursday night and so it just seems like everything's going wrong for amazon right now i don't know how that's relating to like you know their business overall but you love to see it you know i'm sure on
1: black friday they're gonna recoup everything that they lost with either of those two endeavors it'll all come back once people shop in their new hit show the peripheral that's Uh, right (laughs) a little cyber-esque any last thoughts on these two fantasy franchises before we maybe get into the future and then into anything else we have coming up uh i'm trying to think about who my favorite hot tea yeah yeah Who's your favorite character
0: Said anybody to you guys to be like it's mm. this person? It's definitely not Foot I think guy. it's definitely
2: Foot I'm
0: you to the punch. Uh, Jacob. Yeah. Absolutely not. That guy, Slow Loris, I call him every time he comes on screen. <laughs> yeah, Flint and
1: Tarantino. Yeah. For me,
2: for me, it's Damon <laughs> and Raniere are probably my two favorites. They're, yeah. they're the power couple. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, I, I might be an Amen guy.
1: Yeah, I like Amen Eye Patch. Damon, I can't get behind because he's a wife murderer and ancestor but uh Rhaenyra i'm proud of him for getting her. away with
0: that mike i'm a guy who can show up in a hood with bash it. his wife's brains in and then go see ya <laughs> I, I kind of I game recognized game but that <laughs> might say something about this it was just a hunting like, accident. privilege yes, yeah
1: like baratheon That's right so um yeah But all of them are complex, so you know. Yeah, I think Viserys is one of my favorite too, though. Like, he's probably one of the. He's not a bad guy. I can't think. Did he do anything bad except just not have a strong hand, right? The
0: the the stepping stones, the war. He was very preoccupied with his own. He made tactical errors. And of course, he made the mistake of do you want your wife to receive medical treatment and have an abortion or try to have this baby and it might die? Well, it might be a son. Try to have this baby. The thing with that choice, too, is that I'm pretty sure the choice is that either save the baby
2: and the wife dies or they both die, because I don't think there was any saving or because the way like medieval medicine works, like if the baby is like stuck inside you, they didn't have the the bleeding would not stop. Yeah. Right. Which is why like Damon's. Wife, the the Valerian uh, woman that like killed mm-hmm. herself because yeah. of that because she had like the the baby stuck inside of her and right. then right she, 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 I like, did
1: forget about that yes yeah. Yes. So, totally
0: Yeah. But Damon was just about was to be faced way. with the
1: same choice, you know, that his brother had to make, you know, and she made the choice. still a make.
0: hard choice. Yeah. 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 Very. Yeah. One thing I want to say about Viserys, just to get it on record, because I think this is such a strong performance and the reason that I want to highlight Patty Constantine and say this guy does deserve best actor. Please let it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, leading up to it, when we would get the slow instances of always losing a thing oh, he's kind of hobbled over, oh, he's kind of like doing this thing now, before the complete deterioration. My dad would say every week watching it, well, he just needs to die. He just needs to die. I don't understand what's going on there. He just needs to die. He's getting sick and all this weird stuff. He just needs to get out of all this, move on and die. And Jacob, you would explain it to me, and I just thought this was such a perfect way to put it, of his superpower is he stays alive because he knows the moment he dies, civil war will break out. And every person he loves might die, but they will at least be put in jeopardy. And the passion and love of a father is, then I'm in for the long haul. And he pulls it off and lives so long that it becomes his weakness. It becomes the jailing. His longevity is a curse. He's put away by Allison, who sort of maintains control. He loses whatever sort of built-up base he had. It kind of ends up costing things in the long run. But that writing... And again, just to check in with the captain real quick, how is he doing? Are we making any progress on these books? Because he is he is he is such a talented writer that, again, this stuff is all in like a poem that is like the whole history of the show is just like a poem that someone like had a thought of or something that is background coloring for characters of a main book set 200 years in the future. That's well, it's astounding. interesting because
2: he, uh, yeah, while well, he was writing the books, basically also created the entire history of the world of, you know, Westeros. So, he had like a rough idea of this whole story and then wrote sort of a, a companion piece, which is a, it's basically written as a historical text of someone telling how it happened. So, it's, it's also an unreliable narrator, which is why there's certain mm-hmm. details in the show that are being fleshed out more than the source material uh, but it's, it's really
0: interesting, yeah.
1: But well, she again, really I, barefoot, right, yeah. But we, yeah. I send you guys
0: off pod. He says, like, Stephen King, that's amazing that you can just get a book out a year, sometimes two. And again, the counter is, like, he does not have this complex, rich backstory to one of his stories that has its own complex, rich backstory. Yeah. The tale of her series, this whole war of succession, the fact that you have, like... Literally, I would look it up and look at the A-S-O-I-F or whatever it's called, a Song of Ice and Fire wiki, whatever that thing's called, mm-hmm, right. where it'd be like, yes. And what is his name, Valerian, the the gay guy that she marries? Joffrey. Joff. Jo- oh, no, no that, isn't no, that no, her son? Lover. Lord Corlys. Yeah. Cor- okay, Corlys. The son of uh, Corlys, yeah. yeah. The son of Corlys. That literally that is in the text it is strongly implied by whatever oh but you know some say he would prefer the company of other men you go like okay so that's right. like the 15th thousandth sub character that you had to create for yeah. the background of the story and he's also complex and has like a rich and story. he's also did like, that just for like,
2: every what? you know tertiary character in game of thrones like all the different houses. There's a million Mm -hmm. named characters in the books that don't even show up in the Game of Thrones show. So it's just like, there's so much like world building. Like he's been building that world since the early 90s, right? When Game of Thrones first came out. But uh, Mm -hmm. he is, you know, still making progress on the next book in the series, The Winds of Winter. Uh, I read his blog posts a lot, which is very funny because he spends like at least 50% of them talking about the New York Giants and the New York Jets football teams, which he's, which he apparently just loves both New York football teams, and they're both doing he well the this season. Brooklyn Nets? Uh, I don't know if he likes b- basketball as much, but he's very into the Giants. Oh, and the Jets. He's the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so he spends a lot of time talking about that. There's and the he's Nets. like, and you know, everyone's always asking me, yes, I'm still writing uh, Winds of Winter, making good progress on it. And apparently, you know, when COVID happened, he had a lot of downtime to kind of uh, make progress on that. But I, who knows when that's coming out because it's, you know, the last book came out in 2015. Uh, so it's been what, seven years now.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. we'll
2: see, but there's a lot written
1: already. So who knows? the, the irony of this situation is to make one final comparison to Rings of Power is, you know, if only there was another author who would do, take painstaking, uh, excruciating detail into the history of his world and the family tree and the relationships that were building up to the state of Earth when we get to Middle Earth. And there was a book, perhaps, that chronicled all this so you could pull yeah. from this rich source oh. material to write a compelling mm-hmm. show. And yet you don't.
2: Well the thing with Rings of Power don't is have the is rights. That,
1: right. Yeah, they, they don't they can't use the it. Silmarillion. They so, don't have the rights why to Why do this at all? Yeah. To make because money. because they got
2: there's gotta be a show. It's gotta be uh, money in it. But yeah. uh, the Tolkien estate it. apparently won't give them the Silmarillion. So they this whole show is based on uh, essentially like liner note, like like uh, the appendix yeah the appendix it's all appendix information
1: which might contain some overlapping information from the Silmarillion but we can't explicitly do so we could say the name Morgoth but we can't show you what that was right so it's like really they're 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 like they're trying to make like a complete meal with scraps you know and it's just not working meanwhile he's crushing so that's all I have to say about that Uh, but yeah. Um, out of the fantasy and into the sci-fi maybe. Should we uh, talk Ooh. a little cyber corner, cyber update uh, right after this, I don't we like us?
0: We're back on Normies like us. It's your second serving. That's right. You're going back to that Thanksgiving meal, loading up for some more. Coming back down to hear us talk, leaving the past, blasting forward to the future. Because that's right, we're continuing forward. You heard our
1: cyberpunk episode. You know we're still going through it, babies. Yeah, yeah. This is the watches. So again, this is the second course, I guess. So the what's giving. Um and sometimes you've already had something on your plate but you want to go back and get a little bit more and that's kind of what we've been mm. doing here. Um mm-hmm. and so yeah, we're back in the cyber world because I haven't I haven't stopped. Uh and Colin, I don't think you have either. Maybe Jacob you can touch on this if you've done some cyber, but where are you at in the Cyberpunk 2077 game, Colin? What you playing and how's that been going?
0: Still playing, still have not beaten it. Have now cleaned out every gig. So, I am happy nice. to say that I've got all those done, wow. all the submissions. Still have not bought every car, have every place, um, pretty much have all the outfits and shit that I like. You know, I still, there is still just a thrill of just going to a clothing store and being like, oh, there's still something I don't have here. And it's $20,000 for some reason, even though it's a t shirt. Why is clothing so expensive? Yeah, that Gucci uh,
1: <laughs> t shirt, you know, it's very hey, <laughs> bad <bastards. laughs> designer.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is it's a it is a samurai too. band shirt. I do have to buy this. got um, the, yeah, the
1: uh, nano weave bulletproof uh, summer you know windbreaker. You know, it's like, yeah, cool. Which yeah. is a thing from the board- tabletop game, I guess. Um, I've been playing that a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to say that for listeners of the previous one, I was working on a full size prop from the anime and the game, and I have finished that prop. So, Christ. for the viewers on YouTube, I will show you now the Rebecca shotgun from the anime. It's 3D printed. God wow. damn. Very proud. A segment of
0: it. we have done in the past, Mike, called What You Printing. We do yeah, love to, to see it brought back here. Uh, you are a prolific 3D printer guy. And Indeed. The idea that, look and at, that's a real look at how, I mean, I think it's not, it really <laughs> works. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. But, Jacob, look at how thick bullets. that thing is. Look at how long it is. Can you imagine? Yeah. I know you made it in what, three separate pieces,
1: Mike? Four? Six pieces, 12 hours Six. to print each piece. It's 38 inches long. So it's the size of a standard real weapon in IRL but uh mm. styled after Rebecca's gun from the game uh which was uh, imported from the anime when they did the 1.61 update so uh you know I like the anime Now I have a full-size replica of one of the in-game items, and I'm very pleased with the progress of my 3D printing, because, you know, that's kind of a very cyber skill. You know, this all started as a roll of plastic, a little roll of plastic, and I made it into a thing. The fucking
0: painting and sanding that you did on that bad boy, too, it looks profesh-grade, dog. Thank
1: you, thank you. It's (laughs) preem-choom. Some prints.
0: (laughs) said. fucking government tech, dog.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, this ain't none of that soccer tech. You know, this isn't no corpo tech. This is fully street level, you know, black market printing, you know. But uh, so I've still been obsessed. And on that, I still have to buy all the cards too. That I am looking forward to playing that over break some more. Um, I rewatched, and I don't know when last time you guys have rewatched it, but I rewatched Blade Runner 2049. Have, have you guys seen that recently at all? I have seen that recently, or I
2: saw that, uh, I want to say back in the spring, early summer. Uh, I was watching some movies, as I do, and uh, that's one of my all-time favorites. And I love, uh, you know, I love the original Blade Runner. I love Denis Villeneuve, so it's like a match made in heaven Dune. for me.
0: You mm-hmm. do Dune. love Denis Villeneuve, yeah. You
2: do love Dune, you love Blade Runner. Blade Runner, 2049 to do no, part one
1: that's mm-hmm. like yes. one of the
2: best one two punches ever <laughs> yeah i mean so visually scott uh alien and uh blade runner
1: yeah oh, damn wow just a reverse how order dare you <laughs> <laughs> no, but i i did re-watch it and and i like the original blade runner too but i think maybe it's better that's like sacrilege not on you a craft like, level um, but plot wise it's better
0: What is what is Gosling's name? Zip or zero or something like that? What is? Hey, you
1: like pay better than Deckard? You're you're way off baseline. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) are way off baseline. Cells interlinked. 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 Yes, cells. Um, The cells are interlinked. Yeah. How are you feeling? interlinked sales um no i like i think k i think the plot in general is more interesting than blade runner's plot obviously there's iconic moments and iconic visuals the special effects in blade runner are like never the original blade runner like that 16 exposure shot of the city just to get the flames like that's all done in practical like you'll never touch that stuff but the plot I think is stronger in 2049. And while I was yeah. standing and painting this, I'm like, let me throw on a long ass movie. Cause this is going to take a while and you do got to be like Thanksgiving break. It's the kind of movie you got to be ready to sit back and sit with, but I, I love it. I think it looks incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend checking it out. I think if it's I haven't uh, seen it in a,
2: while. it's a great sequel because it's, it's following its own, you know, it's following a different character. So the, the uh, Harrison Ford character is in it, but they use him in a way where, you know, he's just shows up basically in the third act of the movie. Mm-hmm. So he's more of a supporting character. And I like how they did that. It's just following Ryan Gosling's character. It's a great cast. You have, uh, you know, Ana de Armas as his his like uh, fake girlfriend
0: uh, hologram. Yeah, uh, joy. The yeah, uh, but Jacob, you're product. forgetting in the third act where it all just becomes about Corey Cunningham. It's it's <laughs> like yeah, I just hate that. Part. Right. Oh yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> these yeah. damn Lego sequels. That's right. Yeah. 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 Deckard's barely in it. You know, it's all about Corey Cunningham. Yeah. But we didn't need to see Deckard.
0: Remember Ru- because... when Corey takes Deckard's
1: mask, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. He takes his blaster. And uh, the yeah. difference
2: here, I think is that uh, Ryan Gosling's character is actually an interesting character in this movie. Yes. And, um, yeah. It's just, it's a uh, great well, movie. We talked about it. some of
1: the themes of cyber where it's like, oh, what is um, transhumanism and stuff? In the main movie, people are... St- is Deckard a replicant or not? And we're introduced to the yeah. concept of replicants and what it is to be human, right? And then this one, it's just like, this is not a human, but how does he deal with coming to the realization that may- maybe he might be? And like, what what if everything he's been told is wrong? And to see him navigate society, uh, you know, is, is pretty yeah. interesting as as a non-human and the way that they're kind of subservient. You know, it's like, what if we had, you know... It's, it's like because they're essentially slave labor. So it's like if you had a story set during the Civil War where you have like slaves hunt down other escaped slaves, it's like a fucking right. crazy concept just set in the future. So I think Kay's an interesting character. Um, totally. Counterpoint, not for me. I didn't really understand
0: mm. it the first time I saw it. It has taken some subsequent viewings where, Mike, that stuff you just said about what am I and that sort of stuff has now clicked in where I'm like, oh, OK, that is interesting. To your guys' point about the visuals, though,
1: mm-hmm.
0: now this is shot by Roger Deakins, who is, of course, the greatest cinematographer the who has ever existed. Mm-hmm. And the idea that he's, you know, using sort of like, well, what? show me what a actual practical hologram would do. And then we'll figure out where, like, the, you know, I'll set sort of like the the lighting to do. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been talk to jump to another cyberpunk thing, yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic has a director's cut coming out that is going to be, quote unquote, better. And the original vision of in black and white. Now, I have seen some people because of that, Mike, go, that's the thing. That's the cyberpunk aesthetic. They should do a mod for Cyberpunk 2077 where it's in black and white. Hmm. And they should release a cut of Blade Runner 2049 in black Mm -hmm. and white, Hmm. which I would say, I think you're all mistaken. The cyberpunk aesthetic is neon, it is yeah. rain, mm-hmm. you need the it colors is smoke, muted colors with heightened colors. You're all thinking of neo noir. Neo noir yeah. is very different.
2: Yeah, no, yeah I know. Yeah, I would you. say uh yeah, black and white doesn't always work out. And yeah, you need those you need that neon '80s inspired uh aesthetic, you know.
0: Can okay. well, you Blade Runner yeah. in black and white. Can you imagine that, Mike? That would be terrible.
1: No, yeah. the color is such like, even just thinking of the Wayland building where there's that one yellow stripe and like he's clues, all of his clues are keyed by the color yellow. Everything that leads him down his journey is yellow. The yellow flower That's and all interesting. this. So like losing right. the color really would lose like literally the narrative thread, you know, of the mystery um, of the detective part anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, go ahead. Yeah. Diego.
2: I just wanted to say, you know, talking about the, you know, transhumanism and what does it mean to be human and all that. Mm-hmm. What I like about this movie too is that there's like different levels of AI. So you have like the replicants. You also have his his girlfriend hologram, which is like basically joy. like Joy, um, yeah, on a day Armas. And so it's like, oh. you know, is she human or how? You know how how far. How much do you how can you replicate a human before you just be you are you know interchangeable from a human?
1: Yeah, because you know? we have we have a guy who's clearly not human. He's a replicant. We're told that from the beginning. And then his girlfriend is a product from the Whalen Corporation. That's essentially an AI that's designed to be whatever you want it to be. So how much right. of it, is it just reading kind of his personal search history or whatever that metadata? Why would a is?
0: robot need a girlfriend? I mean, right. it's also
1: sad because it's he's like yeah. he thinks he's because he he's, he's programmed with feelings yeah. and and yeah and then wants instead of getting that they sell you the solution and then even the villain is like, are you satisfied with our product? You know, and it's like even at the end, you're like, did she really love him or was that just a very good product? And it's it's a lot to it, it's way fucking heavy, but it takes a couple of viewings, and I, I I appreciated it much more the second time, and I highly yeah. recommend people watch it again if you haven't a while. You know? Definitely. And of course, the original you, you had,
2: sad. you know, Deckard, is he a replicant or not? It's open-ended where it's like, mm-hmm. you kind of assume yes by the end of it, but it's purposely ambiguous. Whereas in this one you have right at the top, they tell you like, He's he's a replicant, but he's doing mm. his job as a Blade Runner, hunting down other replicants and whatnot. Plus, you have Batista in a great role.
0: You love Batista, right? I love the. Give him
1: some little glasses. That's the best Batista. When he has little glasses, he's the best. Yeah, Old man. Batista, big guy with some little glasses. Uh. Yep. Um, I guess to, to piggyback off of Johnny Mnemonic and to uh, what you've been reading, I you know I finished Neuromancer. And I've started the sequel, which is written by the same author of Johnny Mnemonic, William Gibson. Uh, so I've started you your Gibson count- boy. I'm a Gibson boy now. Yeah. So I've started count zero go. and it's uh, very cool. I don't nice. want to spoil wow. it. But it's very cool. It follows three different protagonists. And I'm not sure how it's all going to weave together right now. They're very separate, but they're all very distinct and cool. And I'm just interested to see how their journeys are going to maybe interweave. Say later. the book name one more time. Count Zero. And is this a trilogy? Is the next one Crash, Snow Crash? Is that what it's called? Or that's a different like that? one, but there's. Okay. So this trilogy is Neuromancer, Count Zero, and I cannot wait to read Mona Lisa Overdrive. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, and, that's a, yeah, that's a pop culture reference. Yeah, I and then the, that's great. Uh,
1: the short story uh, compendium. That was written in a cyberpunk universe that Burning contains Chrome. Johnny Mnemonic. Yes, it's called Burning Chrome, and that's where Johnny Mnemonic and that's Gibson too. Well, my so cool dude, yeah.
2: I have some some news for you. If you're into William Gibson, mm-hmm. I was joking about this show earlier. Amazon's <laughs> yeah. new show, The Peripheral,
0: <laughs> it, all it was back. based
2: on Coming a on after Gibson Thursday <laughs> novel. Thursday
0: Night Football. We have, of course, The Peripheral. A peripheral, which, you know, is based on a William Gibson story <laughs> created by. The creators of Westworld. Now, Barry, are you going to be watching this? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, don't no right. so uh, I have not <laughs> I watched hit. this show yet. I have not given it a chance yet, but it is. You're recommending by, a
0: show you haven't watched.
2: <laughs> I'm not recommending. He's I'm saying just it has you, DNA it's, it's based on uh, William Gibson that you're bringing him up, but it's a. I Amazing. looked into it. Mm. It's based on a novel that he wrote in 2014, so it's more recent. Oh yeah, William Gibson, a guy that's still alive and still writing, I guess. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, mike
1: stephen king <laughs> mike stephen king yeah do you know the name of the uh, the book by chance or i think probably the peripheral i'm mike not sure god though, but, uh, stupid <laughs> questions will get stupid answers you're right yeah okay uh, It's probably the peripheral. i don't
2: i don't know if it is or not but it might be um be but short. that's what the show is called but mm-hmm. uh yeah the show is out now I'm, I'm gonna have to watch it at some point it looks kind of like a Westworld. like oh they're setting up all these questions that may never get answered so i don't know
0: how I don't what, have a lot of what, patience for that Jay, kind of What thing. was the last thing with Chloe Grace Moretz you watched? <laughs> I don't know. That's Yeah, I don't know. She hasn't been doing much She's recently.
1: gone, man. I, I don't think anybody needs to watch this. No, I'll, I'll try it. See we'll see in 10 episodes, listeners. Maybe I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. But, um, like the king of Amazon shows that none
0: of us watch. Based on that, that William Gibson connection, you have to watch it now.
1: That's interesting. Well, if you really are William Gibson boy, you won't give any money to the Corpo Overlords. <laughs> and you'll say, fuck Amazon. You won't that's watch true. any of it yeah but also he sold the rights to his story to amazon so <laughs> <he's just laughs> <for a> <laughs> quite 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 <laughs> just like johnny silverhand yeah and we're all hypocrites in the end uh here's my other thing for cyber i think i mentioned it in the last episode but just do the cyberpunk movie get keanu reeves get johnny mnemonic get neo get him in to be the johnny silverhand in the cyberpunk no, 2023 20, movie because that's when he's alive and get me to play the I, best tune i
0: think it's just the sex right i think that's really the only thing the nudity of the world you know how adult it is i think you could push that boundary a little but i don't think they could go as far as the game does
1: no but you could make an r-rated movie like you know the other ones there's yeah, prostitutionists or like there's nudity in some of the fucking x dog it
0: should yeah, be a yeah, fucking the amount of violence Jeff Bezos. Anime. <laughs> exactly
1: yeah. yeah the bald head of fucking... biotech not Jeff Bezos, yeah, but uh, they should do that. Take the live action of it. Adam Smasher. Bro, what if
0: Jeff Bezos came Cash out tomorrow, in. was like, <laughs> I oh. modded myself. I have three eyes on one side now. <laughs> like yeah. what?
1: I, I, he would be the guy that hires an Atom Smasher. He would have yeah. an Atom Smasher. Yeah, to he would be Yorinobu. Elon Osaka. Musk would yep. try to Atom
0: Smasher himself and go cyber psycho. Jeff Bezos knows enough to be like, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I'll just yeah. create an immortality chip <laughs> yeah, meanwhile. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're fucking
0: getting there. I on, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we got billionaires going to space. We are we are much closer to William Gibson's visit to the future than we ever have been. So, uh. You know, Unfortunately. it's a thing. It's but not that,
0: good. It's not a good future, Mike. <laughs> no, I believe it's a
2: dystopia. Yeah. bleak. Yeah. yeah I, it, I we're preferred. living in a dystopia, so it's OK. <laughs> it's, it's not more okay. shootings. It's, it's OK. Just just watch some content.
1: Forget about real life problems. And Georgia. purchase a, a robot girlfriend once they're available on the market.
0: That's right. Can we jump from this and mm-hmm. go to another failed video game? So uh, yes, perfect. I was critical of cyberpunk. I'm not going to show a fucking bias here. Jacob, those reviews were coming out. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? you were like, no, no, no. I'm going to try it. It's going to be good. And as we said in our episode, you lived through the shell of the what that fallout was to begin with. You know, the where other ages. people were like. Well, but the Chernobyl of, like, this thing's radioactive, stay away. And some brave people would go in and be like, no, I have to, like, see this game, what it is. Mm-hmm. Now, a little Pokemon journey update, guys. Oh, here, yes. I have to be true and honest here. I cannot be biased and say, like, okay, when a A video game comes out, you know, if you like it, you're going to scale it up or grade it in some sort of weighted way. No, it's – guys – I'm going to say this is a bigger disaster than Cyberpunk 2077. I think wow. the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the newest well, generation game, is a disaster, Jacob. Here's what I've heard a little bit.
2: I have not played it. I know uh, our friend x has been playing it a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I've heard from most people online and stuff, it's it's there's a lot of problems. It's super buggy. It's super janky. But the underlying game... They're having a lot of fun with the actual Pokemon. And they said it's the best Pokemon in terms of the gameplay in years. When
1: That's what you can heard. play some it. People.
2: Yeah. But the the yeah. technical issues are another thing. But the actual core gameplay loop, they said, is it's the
0: best it's been in a long time. But That's what technical, heard. technical issues aside, I love what you heard. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because uh, we've done a Pokemon episode, go back and listen. We've talked about Pokemon other ways. But to give you guys a quick breakdown of Game Freak is the company that developed Pokemon. Then, of course, that was a game for the Nintendo. The Nintendo company is like, this is great. They form the Pokemon, Pokemon company, company to oversee Pokemon, the brand. But, of course, Nintendo has nothing to do with the development, creation, or release of of the video games known as Pokemon, which That's is, again, on game only made by Game Freak, Jacob, who've only made one other kind of video game called, like, Story, the, the Story of a Town, and it was an absolute disaster. Okay, to be right a-
1: off. They're like, yeah, yeah, B-team, <laughs> go make that. Yeah, whatever. And
2: to give it some context, Pokemon is the best-selling game franchise of all
0: time. It's the largest media franchise, right, Colin? Yeah. yeah. Jacob, my friend. Thank you, Mike. It is... Next to the Bible, (laughs) Harry Potter, Marvel, Disney, all all these things. Pokemon in Kyoto, Japan is, of course, the number one franchise in the entire world. And you get it because, again, whether or not these games are good or whatever, everyone on the planet has a favorite animal. Everyone on the planet, like Harry Potter, where it's like, I, I know what kind of school I want to go to. That's even like a little more complicated. What house Everyone has a favorite be? animal. Yeah. You know, in your heart, like I identify my whole life. People have given me parrots. I'm a parrot guy. What's this? What's this? I don't play video games, but there's this adorable there's little thing th- where th- there's parrot mon <laughs> and he's meh, 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 meh. Mm-hmm. He loves me and, you know, we're together. That's, you know, you can see how quote unquote normies. Us, this podcast would be like. This is an awesome franchise. I want to be a part of this. It, it was a yeah. franchise that started when we were kids. um Number one thing I wanted to be when I was a kid was the Green Ranger. R.I.P. Tommy. Absolutely yeah. terrible. And when I got a year older than that, number one thing I wanted to be was a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> and I still want to do that. If <laughs> I can live in any world, yeah. in a video game world. I would live in the quaint little adorable world where you can just walk around and hug squishy, <laughs> ridiculous things and be friends with them. You can, you can do that in real life. Much you just lower have to than. Go in, into the woods. And- <laughs> I, I, I will try to kiss every animal I
1: come across <laughs> in this world, and there will be repercussions, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, I can see that TikTok um, series, Kissing Every Animal in the Forest Until I Get <laughs> Mauled, part 10. you know, till here's I there.
0: Until I, <laughs> I die. Yeah, here's right. now, well, with, just to Just to yeah. say real quick the issue is, is that. Because of that, because of pre-sales, because of everything, Mm -hmm. Game Freak knows they're playing with a stacked deck, and there is no incentive for creativity. That's the whole issue, and we have reached the stagnation point of the eternal cool of the fire's not getting relit, it's the heat death of the universe, we're just receding. Each game, we are just receding.
2: Well, Mm -hmm. the big thing, I think there's no reason why, if this game is such a hit they have so they they get so much money from it there's no reason to put out such a bad product and you know we were talking a little bit with some some friends off the off the pot about this but i kind of see it as similar to madden so like i don't play every pokemon game right like i played sword sword and shield that was the first generation i played since like early early days like i i'm not really a nintendo like i i don't have like a, a lot of nintendo crystal guy and stuff yeah hmm. yeah so now that I have a switch, like I color
0: like, for context, yeah,
2: yeah, but I, but I, but, you know, I have a switch. So I was like, I'll try out this new Pokemon Sword and shield and I enjoyed it for what it is. But at the same time, I feel like once you played one, one of these Pokemon games, you've played them all. Like they're all essentially the same, right? Except for things like RCS, which oh, was trying to change Jacob, the formula. This yeah.
0: one had a blue bleed blorp. The new one I heard, there might be a green blue blur. So you're right. saying it's a uh, roster, new roster Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which compared to Madden, there's uh, the rookies. Played, you know, 250 I'm new uh, Yeah, I've played a, I've played a bit of Madden in my day. But he's wearing uh, a little jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, EA puts out Madden. They have a monopoly essentially, where they have a exclusive contract with the NFL. So they're the only ones who can make NFL branded games uh so there's it keeps no them in a bubble and no yeah. other sports games where they have yeah they have no incentive to make anything better they have no incentive to like innovate uh and i feel like that's what's happening with pokemon now where it's like they know these these games are going to sell like like gangbusters so there's no incentive to actually just make them good or like make them work properly
1: yeah <laughs> because people a- just
2: buy them anyway
1: Right. And and I guess to continue the Madden analogy, it's like you'll have one kind of core engine that they'll make a bunch of games on. And then eventually and you'll just copy it. Yeah. 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 So like, for a couple generations. it can't be the
0: same. They're like,
1: it is. It's pretty similar. Because the technology <laughs> yeah. between Gen 1 to Gen 3 is pretty similar. Game Boy Color. So that's very much the same. And then we go to 3D. But, you know, this is trying to be open world and they're like, oh, it's really hard to optimize it like, Breath of the Wild runs on that system. You can play yeah. Dark Souls and Doom Eternal on that system. You can't play in the Switch, like... yeah, No. You could,
0: yeah. It was a... That was... Mike, that was a launch release, Breath of the Wild.
1: Yeah. And it is an open-world
0: game. And now there are reports coming out that maybe there is some sort of memory leak that the world is trying to clearly... Um, uh, what do you call it? refresh and upload yep. the whole open world instead of just doing, you know, the segments as you move around yep. and that that's what's causing the performance issues. I, I I'll be honest with you. I'm not even sure game freak cares. And I, I no, they, there's yeah. a history you know what, uh, on Bulbapedia, the the Wikipedia for Pokemon of when they patch these games, there's a long time between patches guys.
2: I'll tell you another, another release. This reminds me of Halo infinite, another hugely mm. anticipated franchise. That shit the bed big time had a ton of technical pro- problems at launch in in addition to other problems with the gameplay and with monetization. And a lot of those problems didn't get fixed or they took a really long time to fix. They're still trying to fix it. And it's just like, it's becoming this trend in games where you can just put out a really a half finished shitty project. But if it's a good IP that people will pay for, then it won't matter because... They'll just shill out for it anyway. Day one
0: patch were the game testers, you know, the consumers, the guy who had to go to four targets and pay $65 to get a physical copy of this game. Of
1: a broken game. So
0: what if it's broken? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we do live in a dystopia. You're right. And, and, Like, if Cyberpunk 2077 was the first high-profile version of this, like, botched release, right, that everybody's stoked about, and it's it's just not finished. It just wasn't finished, clearly, right? Pokemon, clearly, to me, seems it's not finished. You know, all these bugs, it screams of unoptimized code. That's why you get memory leaks, because they didn't have the time or they didn't care to take the time to clean it up and optimize the code for the system and it runs like dog shit because who cares? We got to make our release window. We're still going to make 17 billion dollars. Fuck it. And of
2: course, uh, you know, we know uh you know people working in games, obviously there's a lot of crunch. There's a lot of uh you got to work overtime to meet deadlines. Um and it all comes down to again, you know, they got to have it out by a certain release date. For financial reasons but it's like it's the studio not caring about the product they put out not caring about their employees how no. how you know hard they're working no. and it's just game a Freak
0: is not unionized jacob and i'll tell you yeah. this they're not a huge mm-hmm. team either for the number one video game creators in the world it's like 40 people wow
1: for the most yeah. profitable franchise ever yeah, there's no re- like it's not like this engineers. is some indie
2: studio or something. Like it's literally the biggest media franchise in the world, and you can't put out a game
1: that works. Like it doesn't make any sense. As, I guess that's the real problem with the corpos, Jacob. Is it's not you can't. <laughs> it's it again. What's the incentive? There's why, no financial incentive. Why work harder? Yeah. Mike, we're gonna make the Mike same amount fucking- of money right yeah. street
0: mike's a street kid catching real squirrels and making them fight playing his own <laughs> pokemon game
1: Yeah, well, well no i'm not gonna what i'm gonna buy the Wayland cg parrot no i want a real parrot dude Fuck right. that. but it's yeah. it's
2: just sad because you know yeah. we're getting older but to think
1: back when we were
2: teenagers like game the game industry wasn't always like this like it used to be you bought a game on a disc and you put the game in and it just worked there were no Jacob. after release patches.
0: Like it just Jacob. worked on release day. <sighs> mm-hmm. If I plugged my red or blue Nintendo Game Boy cartridge into my Game Boy and it didn't work, and my mom received something in the mail that said, Well, this is the update. You have to plug it in for your kids to make the thing work, I would not have been bought other video games. The right. whole thing would have just stopped right there. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is this backlash because you jump on the subreddits. Our Pokemon. Are the Sylph Company, which is like this in world anime thing? It's more towards like the real gamers of it. Are Poke Jerk or are, you know, real Pokemon fans? And it segments so much of like people posting and being like, hey, I understand you all think Scarlet and Violet is bad. And yes, the game is broken. But like you said, Jacob, people going, but it's my first Pokemon game. I'm 14. I was really excited about it. Could you not just like shit all over it? And then mm. the battles of people going like, no, but you don't understand how bad you have it. You are caught in this loop of like, it, you used to just,
1: things used abused. to work.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, and like, you can still then, go back and play the old versions uh, yes. and be like, wow, these work. It,
0: yes. <laughs> just go and back to one game. Big circle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like politics where the the issue is we have a thing that doesn't work. And people instead go, well, the issue is, is that you think it doesn't work, but really you should just be happy with what you got. And then the infighting starts and you go, forget the wedge issues, drop it. We're fighting, again, corpos, are mm-hmm. just cashing these checks on these huge pre-orders. I understand we're all never going to be able, able to make this agreement to go, the next one we're not doing this. They right. need to learn
2: a lesson. Well, that's the thing. That's and not thing the happen. thing with, the, with Madden. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with a lot of things where it's like, yeah, you can vote with your wallet, but if millions of other people aren't willing to do that, then it's never going to change because of course people are still going to buy the Pokemon game. And it's hard to ask people to not buy it, but it's just like nothing is going to get better. And that's the underlying problem with capitalism.
0: Right? And I have Mm -hmm. a game where we're about to be on our Thanksgiving break and I planned on vegging out on the couch Mm -hmm. watching Wednesday, which I'm very excited about on Netflix and playing Pokemon. And it's unfortunately to the point where I get a headache after 10 minutes and even though it's like the first multiplayer game ever, my brother and I will talk. I'll we'll be like, I don't really want to play it. <laughs> it's like, uh, nah, I, I'm actually I'm going to do something else instead. And just to update you guys on my journey, when COVID started, when quarantine started, mm-hmm. normies. Huge update for you guys. I said on this podcast, maybe on a watcha three years ago. This is whatcha two twenty, whatcha one mm-hmm. forty. I, I like I have no yep. idea. I said. If we're all stuck at home, I'm going to try to get every pokemon. That's my journey, okay? The whole deck. I've hit a milestone recently, right before this game released where pre this game, I'm going to ask you guys, how many pokemon do you think there were, Mike? Pre this, this new this game, game.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm going to say 750.
0: 750 from Mike. Jacob,
1: guess. Guess.
2: I was just going to, I have no idea, but I was just going to randomly say
0: 900. All right. Amazing. That might be high, but. Jacob, my achievement that I hit, my milestone right before this new game, I hit that triple digits. I got to 900. Before wow. this game, there were 905 Pokemon. Wow. I was racing and I was going like, and you, we took our, of course- normies like us uh, funded vacation we went to las vegas the mm-hmm. three of us together with some past normies like us guests obviously that was a big normies like us vacation right yeah, that's right, right. Uh, and you guys saw me playing the the mobile game on my phone right as we were walking around the casinos yep. i have been in the pokemon mode of yeah i can't let a single moment pass i'm actively trying for three years i'm gonna get this decks out wow and that goes to show you how hard it is i'll be honest with you guys I've spent probably like a hundred bucks between different older games, getting those guys, moving them over to their paid Pokemon home system, which is the funnel where you house all these guys, which is, of course, a monthly subscription service. Mm -hmm. And those guys can't connect to this new game. And of course, like I said, the heat death of the universe, the diminishing return, every new Pokemon game that comes out, you can't have every single Pokemon in those new games, that would be an atrocity. I just wasted three years of my life trying to get all these things. They want you to waste five, 10 years trying to get all these things. Are you kidding? If you could just get them all in one. Oh, uh, then you just pay $60 and that would be it.
1: Right. Okay, yeah, kind of like having one Madden game that just gets roster updates and engine optimizations and you don't have to buy one every year. Just add yeah. Pokemon. It's, I'm no, a you got to pay guys. $60 a, a year. <laughs> I think, well, with, with capitalism, we all are, aren't we? They created Lord know, of the Rings and I watched it. Uh, yeah. If that's not abuse, right. I don't know what is. Yeah.
2: I've seen your collection and I've seen x Kaida's collection. And I want to know who has the more extensive collection. I think now.
0: X truly has every Pokemon.
1: Mm-hmm. He has a lot of shinies. Has,
0: that's why he's very he, proud of his shiny collection. I, I have recently started becoming a shiny hunter and it mm-hmm. is hard. And I am proud of every single one of those have. I would say I have a seventh of the number that he has. Right. Sure. And I, I've got, I've got maybe 50 now at this point. Now, I just – and I'm sure he is racing to get these new ones done. I have, you know, whatever the left version is. My brother got the right version. We can trade the things. So, of course, there are differences to the ones. I will get this complete. And I have, like, tags in my mind of how I'm going to get those last five that I've been missing, too. Mm -hmm. But the joy and excitement I felt for this for a long time, I would say two years of casual work and then this last year of being like – Yo, no! Shut up! I love Pokemon. Pokemon is yeah. great. It is my thing. I'm gonna have these little fuckers, and I'm gonna be so proud of every one of them. That has disappeared now, and truly, wow. just this week because of this new game. Like the <sighs> whole wind is just gone.
1: Guys. Just disenfranchised That's a now. I'm sorry right. to hear that, man.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Those
2: freaks. I have seen Won't some. Say-
1: uh,
0: I've seen some
2: some funny bugs though in this game. Apparently, you can go you can climb up some unclimbable areas if you like go backwards and like jump backwards and then i've also seen that if you have a another remote like if you have one remote and then another remote you can like run yes you can (laughs) run faster just because it just adds speed if
0: you just run with both of them yeah and then you're like why is that except but mike you're like these little things you're just like So somebody, like, didn't figure that out. And then when you look, like, at the actual base textures, you guys remember playing Pokemon Stadium for the N64, right? Or Snap. Or Snap, where it's a lot of very sharp polygons and harsh corners. Guys, we still have those. There are not
1: smooth textures in this game. Some of them look like Mario 64. Like, you can see the pattern of the dirt pattern. Like, it's not even, like... Ended well. And why? That's crazy. Why and, is that? And there's
2: no excuse. You know, we've there's had Breath of the no Wild. No excuse. It's weird though. You know, there's that new Sonic game came out that got. That's huh, an that open was mixed world. Reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: more stable. So I'm yeah. sure.
2: But it, you know, Switch can handle more than certainly what this game is. If you can play
1: Doom Eternal or Dark Souls or Breath of the Wild, you could. This should be able to run. And if like it back jump speed it's a super mario speed run trick right because there's they, they forgot to put a limit on how fast you can go backwards but that's, that's great you can running, make that though. mistake in 1995 but yes. you shouldn't be making that mistake in 2022 is the problem right yeah yeah so the only good thing I'm to am sure a lot of, of that'll be, be speed patched. running
0: yeah it'll yeah. be patched there. you say that how long
1: how yeah. long and what will they catch? I, I don't right. know. And then if they patch it, you can't do those techniques anymore. So it's short lived. So yeah. for the memes, you get these meme speed runs, but pretty much, yeah, the game seems broken and it sucks that yes. you can get suffers. to
2: areas you weren't meant to get to just by jumping backwards up a up a mountain.
0: Yeah. You can do it by throwing pokeballs because, you know, since RCS, you do have these new features where these little fuckers are interacting and kind of in the world. You can right. throw one of your guys over a river. And then, like, it just teleports you over there, and you're just in a oh. spot of the game where it's like, you're not, you're like, like all through
1: the world. Yeah, it's, like, sure. it's so bad. I like that when the game, outside of doing those tricks intentionally, is stable. It shouldn't be happening to you on accident. You know, yeah. or you shouldn't be having T pose models or contortion oh, yeah. and all this crazy nightmare fuel that's happening, too. So everybody
0: looks like they're in stop motion because, of course, the loading around you is so stuttered. The frame rate, it drops to 10 frames. I mean, X kind of told me,
1: he was, I was talking to him today, he's like, when I go into the menu to look at my Pokemon, I have to wait multiple seconds for it to even populate the menu. If the menu is not even optimized... What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, I'm sorry that they did it to you, Colin. You yeah, have, I like, didn't want to do an episode. You ride around on a little bicycle yeah.
0: in the in the world. He, they the gimmicks change every time, and this one, of course, has a gimmick where every little Pokemon you catch gets to put a fancy little hat on, which is very cute. But the overworld gimmick is no bike, no flying, no surf. You get the legendary Pokemon to start. They're a motorcycle, so you just run around on the oh, legendary on
1: Pokemon. Them. Uh, a legendary motorcycle, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I just Jackie's arch.
0: <laughs> it's just the content of the ones I saw one today. You would love one, Jacob. He's just Minecraft. He's just blocks, <laughs> and you're just like like you just you see the idea of these developers being like. They do love Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got to be running out of yeah. ideas
2: after oh. like how many different kinds of Pokemon can you actually invent before you run out of ideas?
0: Did you yeah. guys know there's one that's a keychain with just keys on it?
1: Yeah, yeah, Clef <laughs> Key. Yeah, Klef-key might... I was about to make a joke. Yeah, they literally just made one out of keys. There's also an ice cream cone. So I,
0: I was gonna bring up the ice cream <laughs> cone next, of course. The, yeah, the yeah. two yeah. staple Pokemon
1: I would say where people just go. <laughs> These aren't animals anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Ah lighter uh, mon This is my lighter. Yeah, now mon. it's like,
0: what's your favorite concept? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: well, yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> there will be one that's a motorcycle eventually.
0: I, yes. Um <laughs> so I done with that. Are you guys yeah. playing anything? Anything that works or whatcha you, whatcha you of <laughs> any other kind, I guess. I'll throw it to you.
1: Yeah, before we not
2: really, uh, you know, I've just been uh playing a little cyberpunk, mixing it in with some other games. Um Are I you gonna into, beat it, Jacob? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna beat it eventually. I just want to do all the side content before I go into that last mission. Even though I know I can come back into the overworld and, mm-hmm. and do that stuff, I at least want to do. You know, I got to finish all the character like side mission arcs, like yep. uh, you know panic arc and everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I got all the tarot cards, and I am buying the cars slowly now. Because if if you play this game like I play it, where I'm just hoarding everything, you get so much money that it's like man, I think I can actually buy every car in this game. If I do all the, if you do all the scanner hustles, do all the gigs, you're going to have so much excess money that mm-hmm. might as well just buy every single car just to get that achievement on steam or whatever.
1: Yeah. You know, because the cycle of consumption never ends, you know, you're right. All part of it, you know,
2: I'm going to hundred percent that game. Uh, and then I've just been playing this game called mountain blade Two banner Lord a little bit. That's oh, a game yeah. that uh, was in early access for a while that I played a little bit, but it's, it fully released finally, I think a couple weeks ago. So I've been getting back into that. They fleshed out the, the campaign a little bit. And uh, that's been really hot, fun.
0: hot on Reddit, Jacob. I see oh, a yeah. lot of posts that I saw a gif the other day of a kid saying, I'm playing as my heir, a little boy whose parents were killed. And it's the little boy on the battlefield running around, picking things up, trying to throw spears, like dodging sure. people, a whole army chasing after him on horseback.
2: That's, yeah, that's great. And I was a huge fan of the first game in the series, Mountain Blade Warband. Uh, it's a little bit of an older game, but holds up. And the modding community around that was kind of what kept that game alive. And I think the modding is going to add a lot to Bannerlord, where you can have total conversion mods, where it's like the Game of Thrones world. So it's just the, the gameplay uh, sure. in Game oh, of Thrones. Cool. Lord of the Rings, you, know, you can have Lord of the Rings, you can have Star Wars, you can have the French Revolutionary War with like muskets and stuff. So there's like a million different mods that people have made. And so that's going to keep that game alive a lot uh, longer than the base game would. And how did they,
1: how did they release it? Is it an open beta? What do they, what do they call the, the initial launch of this?
2: Um, Well, it was just in early
1: access for like early access. Right. Yeah. And then they're fleshing it out. You're
2: on,
0: you play it on steam.
2: I play it on Steam, yeah, and I bought it when it was an early access and it was unfinished. Like, there's a lot of, like, they added cutscenes, like voiced cutscenes to the final game. They added mm. a lot of, they fleshed out the campaign to makes you, you, you know, to give you
0: something to do in the open world, kind of. Yeah. Once again, they're telling you it's unfinished. You know that Correct. the game you're buying is unfinished. Yeah, that's kind of the thing is, like, yeah, if you
2: want to do that, you can you call are it early access and people yes. understand that it's early access and it's not finished. If you're releasing on release day as a finished game, then yes, you should be a finished game,
1: right? Yeah, it's it's like I got a I got a movie and I, and I put it out. You know, we you know, we didn't watch this, you know, Black Panther were kind of forever. We didn't see it, but you know, I'm going to get around to. It. But let's say that movie comes out and the special effects are just clearly not finished. There's green screen everywhere, lines haven't been dubbed in, there's no ADR, and they're just right. like, "Yeah, this is it." And then maybe two years down the road there's a finish. You can't get away with that in any other industry. I don't no. fucking care. No, you early complaints. access is a
2: great model for like independent studios and stuff to raise money while you're to release the game, so you're raising money to finish the game. And you're getting feedback sense. from the yeah. community yeah. to fix but they your know, game. But but people that buy that know going into it that it's an unfinished game and are willing to, you know, deal with that. Cyberpunk
1: Obviously, yeah, I mean, now it's fixed, but a uh, terrible release. Obviously. Right, and Pokemon to prey fixed. upon <laughs> holiday purchase parents who know their kids yes. like Pokemon and they don't know the difference and they're not hearing that it's all buggy or whatever. They're going to buy it, and that's that's why they didn't care. And it, it sucks because yeah. the kids, shameless end up with a capitalism. Experience. You know, uh, I didn't mention this on the Cyberpunk episode proper, and I meant to, because uh, Akira goes in the shell, kind of that Japanese Cyberpunk thing. There's a phrase in, in Japanese culture called, um, Shogunai, which means basically, eh, what can you do? And it's a way to like deal with shit that sucks in society. So, sure. like, oh man, yeah, these fucking I politicians, yeah, eh, you Shogun Shogunai, what can you do? You know, shogunai. that's you kind of where we're at as a society. At least that's how I feel. It's like, yeah, video games are going to be released broken and it's going to continue to do that because someone's going to pay for it and they don't get reprimanded because even if a million of us vote with our wallets not to, Ten million are going to vote yes. At which point, Shogunai. Yeah, Shogunai. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here, I have an update those though. Products. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of products, PC side, I am beginning the process slowly of purchasing components to upgrade my computer. Uh, nice. They just announced really, really new stuff. So I'm going to buy the new best stuff from card. the previous generation. At a oh. Yeah. Yeah. They just the switched G- to a new platform.
0: You know, super... The 380s, the or whatever they were. Yeah, yeah, You're starting to see that stuff online because of the chip fall and all that stuff. That yep. that stuff is accessible now, but there is a new product coming out. I didn't know yeah, that. there's that's a new cool.
1: product. There's new platforms. So the new CPUs won't run on old motherboards, which means you can buy last generation's motherboards where everything is updated and compatible because they're out of beta, let's say. So you can just buy anything top of the line that's stable for like half the price or you can get the new shit and it's all buggy and needs driver updates and you just suffer through that because of the fancy yeah. marketing. Yeah. So I'm doing it the other way. I'm buying what's known stable. and That's the you
0: know, way to go. Hell
1: yeah. It's a Might be out here to making Eds, dude. Yeah. 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 With, right. uh, Seriously.
2: Cryptocurrency prices falling. That means uh, video cards are more affordable now, which is a good thing. Mining, so Mining. equipment.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so this is a perfect time if you want to do it because they're literally switching platforms to a new CPU socket. So nerd speak, that means everybody who wants to try the newest hotness has to upgrade all their shit, which means last-gen shit that's still very, 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 very good. It's going to go down in price come uh, December 13th when they drop all this new stuff. So keep an eye on it.
2: Yeah, I might have to look into that as well. You know, I've... computer that i first built in 2015 it's kind of like the the it's the ship of theseus where it's i've replaced so many parts that it's like because i had to replace the motherboard because i got a new graphics card and new Mm -hmm. cpu and then it's like i need to replace the motherboard so it's compatible and uh yeah, so if, if you keep upgrading the same PC, at what point is it not the same PC anymore?
1: Transcomputerism, right? And at what point right. is it a PC at all? Or is it a player character? And then is it a human? Wow. Yeah, uh, I, don't like, I don't record. like where we're going. Guys. We're going in circles. <laughs> I think we're about to go to our wrap-up uh, yeah. for this watch-it. Thanks for hanging out with us. But yeah, look into PC parts, Cyber Boys and Girls, and then at least you can get things at Open Access that are being honest with you. And uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, good time to do it. Cyber... <laughs> Get to <laughs> side, consumers.
0: We're back. You're on Normies Like Us, where we're eating dessert. It is pumpkin pie time as we oh, hit our fold. final course here. <laughs> I'm stuffed over here. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got a little sick. <laughs> um, Mike fell asleep watching football on the couch.
1: Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I actually did that today, too. I'm here, um, I'm here. Yeah, we're here. We're, we're, we're doing final thoughts. We, You know, we've kind of broken down the dystopia that is uh, society. Get ready to go shopping for the next two months, everybody. Um, That's right. I think importantly, despite this conversation, you know, we're you know kind of... Tongue in cheek here. Uh, definitely call uh, the people you care about in your life. This is the time for that. If you can't go see them, give them a call. You never know. You know. Please do. Reach out. Spend time with your loved ones. That's important. And we love when you spend time with us. So thanks for hanging out and uh, letting us be Hell a part yes. of this holiday week for you. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too rambly, but you know.
0: Perky yeah. time, guys how are you going to be spending your little bit of time off? Is there a game you're excited to Ooh. sort of like, Jacob, are you going to really sit down, beat cyberpunk? Are you going to have anything streaming while you're going podcasts? What, what are you, what are you going to be enjoying during this little Turkey time?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to getting some downtime, some time off work to just relax. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably be cyberpunk in it. Might try to finally finish the game, uh, this weekend and everything. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to watch some football, watching some uh, new series. I kind of need a new series now that uh, ha- Hot D's ended. I guess oh, I can the finish peripheral Ring of Power. Amazon. The peripheral. <laughs> uh, We're going to do an episode
0: about a little sci-fi show that you guys are enjoying. I know that's coming to an end, right? <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yeah, I think this is the last episode this week. So that's
2: ending. Hot D ended, Ring of Power. So a lot of stuff ending as we go into the winter season uh but i'm excited you know
0: and the final can i say is the final shot really somebody saying so cassian where'd you get that name and he says it's just me and he says it's just you or and or is it that guy over there too and he says no it's cassian yeah.
1: andor. yeah that's right mm-hmm. yeah that's gonna happen yeah it was michael who win? okay <laughs> yeah you guys remember um, han
0: solo had that scene in that movie that's what uh-huh, i'm that that. just
1: <laughs> saying that's like a yeah
2: Andor. um we didn't talk about it yet but stay tuned yeah. Normies, because that might it's be coming up and we've been some of us have been watching that and enjoying it i think
1: yeah 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 i think that's been one of the highlights during this lull I've, I've been in some so of us be... still need to watch it here.
0: maybe that's what i'll be enjoying mike what will you be kind of consuming while you're consuming
1: yeah, so I need to. Nice, I like that. I like that. Uh, well, you know, I finished this prop. I'm very proud of it. Um, so I need to figure out what Ooh. to 3D print next. I have glow in the dark filament, and some other stuff. I don't know. We're gonna get crazy. Um, what sci-fi thing is left? Too the cyberpunky thing that you could be. Oh, oh that would be cool. But a glow in the dark thing. You could. Oh. I could print a predator, or just print a peripheral. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you you print, print a fucking skull, dude. Yeah, and have it glow. Fucking but no. And it also, this printer peripheral to be a USB IO. <laughs> um, no, what? Um, uh, uh, um, we we do have the model for Johnny Silverhand's gun, so we might do that. Um, but I need to the say that yes, there has been an update to the Cyberpunk game, and uh, no longer can you jump off a thirty-two story building and shoot the ground with a shotgun and live. Ah, oh, uh, your so favorite. So the game is now. A zero out of 10. Because that was 95% of my play style. So I'm a little... Well, Mike uh, doesn't like the anime either anymore. No, I just, I'm I completely out. <laughs> I'm throwing this thing in the trash. Like, I'm over it. Yeah, fuck reading. William Gibson sucks. So does Blade Runner. Um, but I think you fans should, you are going to patch a, that back uh, in. A petition. Yeah. You should print a petition. Or you should print a, a katana. Oh, yeah. Maybe we could do that too.
0: That would be cool. Yeah.
1: There's there's very printers that they can go... They'll print the whole thing in one go because the conveyor belt will move the print as it's printed out. What? Oh, wow. That's cool, what you huh? need next. But uh, I I might play some cyber. I've been playing the Resident Evil uh, 8 expansion. It's not very good, but I've been speed running mm. it. It's, it's fine. The gameplay is kind of boring, but you can try to beat it in under 50 minutes. So there's some speed run tricks I'm learning just for fun. Do you like the new point of view? Uh, Not in the base game, but it's fine for the DLC. And I'm excited for a Resident Evil 4 remake, which is they're just testing the stability of the engine. And let me say something nerdy again. Pokemon doesn't run on the Switch, but whatever whatever the Resident Evil engine is, even on my old-ish computer, like, it runs incredible. Like, I'm getting 60 or 120, depending on how I play, at 2K. And it's like a new, new game. But I can't even run like Star Wars Squadrons at 2K. You know what I mean? But uh, Resident 10, Evil. Mike's
0: getting 120. Jesus their Christ.
1: Their engine is, I don't know what it is. It's super adaptable to systems. It's really nice. So shout out RE Engine. I think all those games run really well on no matter what level system you have. So just When you have stable code, the point is it makes a difference. All right, Game Freak? Like you can do yep. it. Just fucking do it. But that's pretty much it. I'll finish Count Zero and uh, probably watch the original Blade Runner, that kind of stuff, and football. And and Pecan. The peripheral. Hell
0: yeah. And the peripheral. (laughs) They was on Prime.
1: (laughs) Prime. Westworld
0: came to an end. We didn't even say that. (laughs) Westworld (laughs) died so the peripheral could live. Oh, wow. That's right.
1: (laughs) Westworld Um, died so Game of Thrones could absorb the budget. (laughs) The Walking Dead. I'm not wrong. The Walking Dead
0: Dead died too. Believe that. Final episode. And we did our first episode twelve years ago on this podcast. That's <laughs> when the right. show first started. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, like I said, Wednesday. I love the Adams Family. I think Jenna Ortega is an amazing actress. I'm super excited for this series. I think it'll be pretty bad. It kind of looks like they're just doing a Stranger Things pastiche, or like Netflix has just kind of realized like this thing plus this thing plus mystery equals this thing, and you're like, it's like a lock and away. key,
1: Umbrella Academy, gothy thing, right? Like, uh, Mike, did you watch the final season of Lock and Key? No, I only watched the first season, but was it worth it? I, I only did up to the
0: second. Maybe I'll do the third. Maybe I'll, I'll finish that. There's a yeah. couple things. I've I recently started the Orville on Jacob's recommendation to get into that new one. Yeah, Haven't loved it. Ooh. Might jump to Andor. So Ooh. might use my break to do that. Hmm. I don't think I'm going to be playing a lot of Pokemon, although you'll see me right after this record jumping on because I do still have the hunger. But again, it'll be for the 10 minutes. I've spoiled myself a little story wise on it, but I think I'm going to grab God of War Ragnarok and
1: just run through that thing over break. Now, Mike, did you ever play 2018? I haven't played Dad of Boy, as we call it affectionately here. Boy, Um, But I did have my my PS5. I haven't played it much, but my friend was like, yo, dog. Can I borrow that? I really want to play Ragnarok. So he got me the platinum trophy and he's played it and he loved it. Uh, he played it on the hardest difficulty. So uh, wow. I will be getting the PlayStation back this weekend. And maybe I will run through that 15 hour cinematic experience Yeah, and with that boy. too.
0: I played 2018. I beat it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, it's mainly a movie. You run through this thing. 10 hours, you know, two two days. Literally, you're just sitting yep. down on a weekend. You get through this thing in two afternoons. I'm not a guy who plays video games with, you know, music on or whatever, where you can hear the thing. I had it cranked all the way up. The performances. I like the stories. Loved everything about that first game. The stuff that I've seen about this new one. I love these games. I love these games. So, God of War. I'm very. That's well. the big
1: talk is what's going to win Game of the Year. Elden Ring or God of War. Obviously, one an open world kind of core.
0: But <laughs> but the roller has gotta, the yeah, it's gotta be the argument. Open. I I agree with that. I think Elden Ring is probably a better game. That's life From changing. A that's game a good mechanic. open world game again. But you see people vote that are like best narrative. It's gotta be Elden Ring. Tell, Jacob, tell me the story of Elden Ring. What is the plot well, of that game? Dark Souls
2: <laughs> narratives are great because they're all in the item descriptions. You see, you when
0: have to read all the item radigan. I don't think you're allowed to win Best Narrative, Mike, if your game is only descriptions of a ring in your inventory.
1: You no, know, but the most complete explanation of the story does come from a turtle that wears a Pope hat. So that's got to be worth something. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the know. thing. God
2: of War, I've Hello. never played the 2018. Yes, i never $1. But what is different about this one compared to the 2018? It's just a sequel, essentially, with the same gameplay, just a Mm -hmm. new
0: story. And a lot of people were like, why isn't this DLC? The map is, I believe, three times as large. Maybe you go Mm. to more, you know, realms because it's still uh, that might be good,
2: but I can't compare that to open world dark souls which changed yes. you know the way open
1: world games gameplay can mechanics exactly. yeah I, I would but. again
0: say the maturity levels of that first 2018 game the plot being <laughs> oh, hey boy. kids at home you have a playstation here's the plot of your video game grieve your dead wife <laughs> it's <Yes>. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the narrative is i grieve and it's like yes good luck that's astounding that should win best narrative again i don't really know what this new one is Going off of the sweetness, the complexity of that storytelling that Corey Balrog has sort of put forth, I just have no doubt that it's going to be a, a very touching, wonderful tale. And that's why I would hope it would get Game of the Year. But again, I love Elden Ring. So if that wins, fucking Here's great. the thing. Here's the Two thing. Sides God of yeah, War. Yeah. Uh, first of all, they took out the
2: sex mini game from I, the earlier <laughs> games. So I, was playing, no game I have a modded PSP where
0: I can play all the old ones. Yeah. Fucking, I threw one on the other day. <laughs> Jacob, you start in one area, you walk to to the left, it refreshes, sex minigame starts. I was like, it's the first thing you do?
1: Hell yeah. It's um, like the opening of The Witcher games 3. were good. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, and they were finished, and you could yeah, have sex.
2: That's right. But second of all, I'm rooting <laughs> for Dark Horse Stray to win Game of the
1: Year. That oh, that's not happening. That would that be Best Indie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they throw my two cents on the God of War Elden Ring. The thing, it's it's one is this is not, not a qualifier, but one is for gamers. Gamers in quotes. One is for the average normie, basically. So it's yeah. like, if you just One of them, watch...
0: you can literally play a version where you just watch the movie. Yeah, Basically. Yeah, I and, kind of look at it as... The visuals
1: are incredible. You're, you're watching... A, yeah, I get it. It's an interactive yeah. story at that point. Yeah,
2: I'm sure it's a good game, but I think for Game of the Year, I just kind of look at it as like, what game... Kind of changed the gaming landscape the most in the yes. past year, and I would say pushed would boundaries. Quality.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: yes, yeah. Advanced kind of mechanics, and you know, guess what? Wasn't buggy as fuck and is gigantic. Elden Ring. Yeah. Hey. That's true. Hey.
0: <laughs> how is it not? It's been done. I don't understand that. I just how was,
1: how was it not a disaster? Yes, everyone uh, thought Elden Ring an was an open world be a buggy that mess. size. Do you yeah. remember,
0: Mike? They would. Nobody knew a word. They haven't talked about it. They won't talk about it. George R. R. Martin's on this thing? They won't talk about it. Mm. Well, we'll drop the sort of alpha here for a second. Oh, it's amazing. People love it. Well, it comes out next week. It's done. And you're like, it is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So. It can be done, game developers, so anyway.
2: And that has a ton of complex story branching lines and stuff. Yeah, like, that should be, there should be a million bugs in that game. And I can't see,
1: like, every pore in their nose, but, like, there's some stunning vistas in that game. Some of the skyboxes, like, every time you turn a corner, it's absolutely gorgeous, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a hard balance between what's the best graphics. Technically, Kratos might have more pixels, but there's some very evocative uh, images in Elden Ring.
2: Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, another game that's mm-hmm. like super good looking graphically, but maybe not also has the same impact. The yep. Yeah, but doesn't have the same impact on the landscape that Elden Ring might have. No, no. that's
0: one of those where they like our kind of beloved Assassin's Creed's Jacob, where when they make it good, they're like, this is a good version of this type of game. And you're like, oh, OK, right. but again, it's it's not Groundbreak.
1: Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring is the culmination of everything from software has ever done where god of war is like it's just a really good version of that thing you did like it's not it's not like a magnum opus it's just like right another yeah. hallway story game where you have you know did one,
0: uh did magic rain speaking of walking dead did that win game of the year
1: but Mad, what was Mad, that rain, called rain.
0: Magic Rain, you know, I'm walking with a baby, Walking Dead, Magic oh, Rain. Oh, that's a, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Death Stranding,
1: called? the first ever Death Strand Brandy? type game.
0: Uh, yes. Did that win game of the year?
1: No, I don't no think way. so. I
2: don't, yeah. It was, yeah. too, it was more divisive, because some people really yeah. liked it. Some people are like, this shit's boring.
0: Yeah, it's just interesting that Miyazaki can sort of go like, I'm changing what I think games are. Meanwhile, when Kojima kind of does it, sometimes the reaction is people going like, you don't know what you're doing, old man.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Or it's like it's just too weird to wrap your yeah, head around. You yeah, know you I mean? went too well, far. Like, yeah.
2: yeah, I thought MGS5 was, was like a masterpiece in certain ways, not from a story perspective, but it's it's a it's an open world uh, Metal Gear Solid game that just um, does a lot of things right, but you know, obviously you had a big kind of falling
1: out with with uh, Konami. Konami. So yeah, now they just make pachinko machines. So yeah. <laughs> anyway. Capitalism. That's right. So that's the theme of Thanksgiving. Be thankful for what you have and then immediately go out and buy more. Okay? <laughs>
0: we it's the Please. kind of the, it's Black Friday will be happening. Cyber Monday during you know, when you're listening mm-hmm. to this maybe. We talked a lot about capitalism this episode. So that's I guess this was our good Thanksgiving episode.
1: So good work, guys. Well it is true because this you get um <laughs> You get, you get Mariah the day after Halloween. Like we're not even talking oh. about Thanksgiving. It's already consumed. So we're supposed to be giving thanks. So let's all November
0: 16th. A woman at the Panda Express said Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> November
1: 16th. That's too soon. It should too be soon. banned until at least Black Friday. At least. Yeah. I say December 1st. Yes. That's fine too. But any, after Thanksgiving at minimum. The winter yeah. month.
0: War on Christmas. War on Christmas. They said, uh, someone said Merry Christmas to me halloween night it's like how dare you no
1: no it's we're on halloween
0: yes happy (laughs) honda days to us all as always uh check us out at normies underscore like underscore us where you can find other episodes we're not just doing these watches where we talk about the stuff we watch we of course do our usual pop culture breakdown on a topic check out those apps leave some comments Watch the YouTube. Give your thoughts. We want to know what you're doing for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Thanksgiving. If you're not on a holiday, what are you looking to consume during, like Mike said, these short winter days? Let us know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. appreciate checking it out. And uh, peep the YouTubes if you want to see our beautiful faces and cool props. Um,
0: if you want to see Mike's gun, check out that YouTube, please. It's there. If you and are I, the FBI, it, check out that YouTube.
1: It, it is a prop, <laughs> It is
0: you did say you were gonna use it against the pastor of Japan though. Oh no, uh, but we'll leave it there. Uh we've been your hosts. This is Gravy Colin.
1: And Mike's potatoes. <laughs> Guess we're rolling together. <laughs> and this is
0: uh uh Turkey Jacob
2: Gobble gobble Turkey jerky.
1: <laughs> Gobbly gooker. All right.
2: Bye, happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. It's giving thanks. Mm-hmm.